Welcome to the Essay for FA's Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is how to filter portfolio decisions for a successful new year and beyond. Let's get our portfolios right this year. Let's position ourselves for success. Following is a list of the stocks you should buy this week. Just kidding. To the contrary, I want to make the opposite case. The opposite of a pundit offering you his or her investment ideas, according to his or her criteria, is a portfolio that is tailored to the investor's individual needs, which of course is why people hire advisors, for a more objective view of their finances. Occasionally, I discuss investment ideas I like, but my intention is only that my listeners consider the idea to the extent it may fit their own investment policy. I'm pretty sure that that is clear, since a message I convey far more frequently than any specific investment idea is that one should position one's portfolio to benefit from or not be harmed by whatever direction the market may take. That doesn't mean your portfolio never loses, just that you have a portfolio with sufficient resilience to cope with any policy shift from the Fed, any positive macro development like a US-China trade deal, or any shock that may take markets down. To that end, I have suggested that investors simultaneously take risk and seek safety, and that they diversify their sources of risk and centers of safety. On the risk side, that means both stocks and real estate, And in the stock category, that means a portfolio that is diversified by both geography and sector. On the safety side, that means holding a large store of cash. I have sought to embellish this category with an alternative currency that tends to zig when the dollar is zagging, such as my gold ETF shares. But a short-term bond fund could also do the job. I think advisors who take such an approach tend to have happy clients, so long as they adequately explain the benefits of this sort of tripod. Failure to do so may of course result in investors wondering why they're not making as much money as their friends and neighbors in up markets. But this flexible portfolio positioning is just a start. Once the advisor establishes the appropriate investment policy for the client, the advisor must rebalance to the targeted allocation at regular intervals. What's great about this approach is that it doesn't depend on anyone's predictions about the future. It's designed to go up with markets that tend to rise more than fall, and to have capital at the ready in markets that are falling, to make the next upcycle all the more rewarding. So if I talk about an investment that I think is a good idea, as I did on Monday in my podcast on the iShares Israel ETF, ticker EIS, investors who want to consider the idea would first need to know where it fits into their portfolio. The investor's asset allocation shouldn't change one whit. One smart advisor I know analogized asset allocation to the weather, which is something we don't influence but only adapt to via our choice of home to live in and clothing to wear outside. Some investors reside in higher growth equity environments and others tilt in a low vol direction. Just as some people dress colorfully and others conservatively, so too can investors tilt their portfolios towards small cap or value stocks, while others may be more inclined toward inflation protection. I think the best move for most investors is to build their portfolios on the basis of asset classes. That might include an S&P 500 index for the U.S. stock portion of a portfolio, and it could be accented in a low vol direction as I personally prefer, or some other tilt that is meaningful to the investor. Ditto for an international fund. 
And I should add, there's no harm in combining these two through a single global equity asset class fund. It is only after these building blocks are in place that it makes sense to consider a further tilt in one direction or another. The rationale is that new money has come in and maybe that global fund, which is 50% invested in the US, has gotten pricey, whereas foreign stocks are relatively cheaper. And perhaps those of Israel and Chile are especially worthwhile now to cite the two most recent ETFs I've spoken about. Buying funds such as these will serve to return the client to his initial asset allocation, which might have been 55% international to 45% US, but which likely grew more US heavy over the course of 2019. Pundits and podcasters will never cease seeking to entice you with their flavor of the day investment picks. But responsible advisors should filter such ideas through their disciplined maintenance of individually tailored client portfolios. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback you might have. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.